The Two Gays, One Topic podcast is sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Adam and Eve is the leading adult toy and product company in the U.S., so if you feel like spicing up your life in that regard, head on over to AdamandEve.com and use our code 2GAYS, so that's the number 2, G-A-Y-S, for 50% of almost any one item site-wide, and you'll get, you guys will get free shipping. So head on over to AdamandEve.com and use our code 2GAYS for 50% off of almost any one item site-wide and free shipping. Excellent. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Gays One Topic podcast, where we talk about a bunch of different shit from our perspectives as two gay men in America. Um, you forgot your name? Which I forgot. <laughs> That's crazy. Forgot his name. Forgot his name. Uh, he was reading. <laughs> Script. That's what he was oh, doing. Oh yeah, you didn't write your name in the Damn script. It, I don't have. Happens. This is like the fifth episode in a row. I don't have notes again. Holy shit. Um. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Um. Yeah. I'm the funny Valentine. And who are you over there with the with the field? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> like that's so Raven. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this week we're going to do, uh, being gay in the workplace part two, and we are joined by my friend, very special guest, educator, LinkedIn professional, all that good stuff. And he's also a gay as well. Um, Adam. Woo. Yay. Adam. Hi guys. Welcome to my YouTube channel. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> crazy. We're guesting a YouTube channel this week. That's excellent. What a gig. <laughs> No, I in all in all seriousness, yes, I am very happy to be here and you know shoot the shit and yes. talk some more shit. So, absolutely, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, I like long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> Popeye's chicken is my life. Ooh, oh, I stand him. Thanks. Yes, um, mm. like there's just no other better chicken, you know. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I'm an educator. Um, you know, getting my my next degree. Um, yes. Yeah, I've done a lot of things. Honestly, like I'm terrible when it comes to explaining myself. But in a nutshell, I've done a lot of things in education, and then I moved back here, and now I'm pursuing some different avenues. But nonetheless, I'm all about equity work. Yes, we stand. <clears throat> um, I have known Adam for a decent while now at this point. Um, and we definitely wanted to have him on the podcast, especially for this episode, because I feel like his career path. Um, is very unique and how he's navigated certain things um, I'd be interested to hear his perspective on when it um, comes to you know being gay in the workplace and just overall like what his experience has been and we kind of talked about you know our experiences on the previous episode like um, as far as like coming out to our co-workers like how do we do that um, what their reactions have been like what situations have kind of um, have came from that so just uh, I guess we didn't do an outline for him, so we don't even have no, any. No, we didn't. We didn't like, really ah, do that. You know. Oh shit! <laughs> pronoun, it. Yeah, pronoun. If y'all become a guest, in theory, we give you an overload. No, over. Did I say overload? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. we know oh. what your mind was. <laughs> no, mm. <laughs> we're giving you an overview, but uh, yeah. Anyway, well, Adam, what? <laughs> so obviously, you work in education. Yeah. Um, do you? How often do you disclose that you're gay or do you even bother with it um, in general? I, I guess it just depends. So, for instance, when I was in North Carolina, um, like the state has permission to fire you for whatever reason because at will, um, mm. but it can fall under the guise of like homophobia. So, essentially, they could like fire you for literally anything. So, if you are out and they don't like you, aka your administrator, um, they can like. Mm downgrade you on your evals or fire you for not submitting one lesson plan or something like that oh my Uh, god yes mississippi is far worse like the no homo promo laws and stuff like that but no homo promo what are what are those what is that you can't you can't be like gay in mississippi or like not you you can be gay clearly but like (laughs) you can't be out and about like the one man pride parade you know oh that's that's kind of fucked yeah. It's bad. It's bad. But I mean, like, I've been in various circumstances where, like, I've had to either disclose or I didn't. Um, 
and realistically like at this time like I don't really tell people my sexuality because I just like to see them guess and like be angry that I won't talk about it (laughs) (laughs) so like for instance kids like are you gay and I was like would you like me any less if I was oh and then uh, you know it just like turns it back on them but like I've definitely been in circumstances where kids have like harassed me with like you know anti-gay epithets all the time (laughs) crazy Uh, how do you like as a teacher how do you even navigate those situations like i i couldn't even imagine so first i die a little on the inside (laughs) and then (laughs) i have no hope for humanity at that point but i try so then i like for instance like if someone says that's so gay i think that's easier to tackle than like somebody who's jumping on six desks calling you like I don't know how family friendly we are, but I've definitely been called a faggot before. And yeah. so, you know, I've had, I have all kind of slew of things, but it's, uh, it's tough because when you address those conversations, it's like, is it a learning moment or like, are you treating it as like a punishment? And I think that's where kids kind of get confused is like words are okay to use to a certain extent, but there are consequences to what we do and say. So that mm-hmm. is something I try to, relay back to kids i think that's great i uh i i've mostly been in customer service pretty much the entire every yeah every position i've had has been customer service and a couple majority of those like in a non-profit setting so it was my co-workers oddly enough were perfectly fine with it and it, they kind of i don't want to say they pried it out of me but it just naturally kind of came out in conversation but i never had to I guess I never had to like with the customer when that came up, it never really, I never felt like that was something I needed to bring up or that I could educate people on, which I guess that really wasn't my place at that point, but it was just weird. Cause like people would make, you know, maybe homophobic comments sometimes, or even it would be the opposite. Like somebody of the LGBTQ plus community would come in and I would you know be able to connect with them. But like, I still wouldn't share that detail about myself. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird. I don't know. It's like a cultural norm situation because um, i think like we're all taught to be like and like i made a joke about this earlier but like yes all of us i think are taught to have internalized homophobia and depending on your own culture like it's mm-hmm. embedded in that as well so it's tough to be in a heteronormative society and be like open about certain things when you know that there are you know monsters lurking from behind ready to come after you because of their own agendas i, I agree 100 that's so true <clears throat> Oh my gosh, that's so true. That's exactly why my current job, I will mm-hmm. never just be like, hey, I'm a homo. You know, I'm not going to just do that, like, at any point. But the other gay coworkers, 100%, I already know. They already know what the deal is. But I'll never just, like, say it straight out of any of the other coworkers. So we're like, hey, are you gay? I was like, um, why do you ask? I, like, really be really inquisitive of why they wanted to know for my own, like, safety. Yeah, it's because people are nosy. And yeah. like, I don't know. There's definitely been certain, like, when I moved to North Carolina, there were so many times where people were like, we're going to set you up with a nice girl here. And I was like, oh, no, farmland. Please. <laughs> please. Like, I'm not trying to stay here, y'all. Please. I had a customer try to do that to me. Actually, I had, um, I was working in that call center and, I helped the lady with whatever issue she needed. And she was like, you know what? You are so phenomenal. You are an amazing man. Are, are you single? Do you have a woman? I, I could set you up with my daughter. And I was like, ma'am, you are barking up the wrong tree on that one. And I literally said that on the call. I was like, ma'am, please. This is not. She was asking me how old I was. Could she like send her daughter down to the, to the job to beat me? I was like, ma'am, that's not. No, that's not how that works. I don't understand. <laughs> can't i'm curious have you guys ever used like your lgbtq identity in interviews for a job um yes same yes i found yeah i remember like i think after like during the conversation like uh our first episode we had like talked about if we had used it i was like no and then i was like thinking back i was like i totally did i like put it on my resume Mm -hmm. as like things i did and just kind of like was like this is what i've done uh, I'm gay, I'm friendly, and it worked out just because I think they were looking for someone who 
would be, you know, be like a nice fit because I, the manager of the department that I was going to work at was actually trans. Ah. So like, it just worked out that, oh, gay guy, a trans, you know, it just worked out basically. A lot of places are using, um, well, of course, you know, with everything going on in the world, there's more of a push for like diversity, equity, inclusion in workspaces. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, um, one of the things that I have noticed is like the hiring pool, like they're, they're actively looking for people who are diverse in nature. And so it's always interesting to see organizations like when, like react to when I tell them, you know, my partner, um, cause then they're just like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, oh, they're so like that dog her. with the ears popping even... up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no worries. Yeah, no, I was just saying it was like a dog with like an ears popped up. Like they're very intrigued now. Ooh, partner. Ooh. Right. <laughs> so you never straight up just say boyfriend, you say partner every time. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. I feel like partner is, like, like that's cute and all, right? But, mm-hmm. like, partner. I don't know. I feel, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, saying boyfriend, I'm just like, but, like, are we? Like, I just feel like gay people are better. <laughs> <laughs> but are we? <laughs> like, like, do we need that name? Like, nah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Um, I've never personally used it in an interview. Um, I no. I I have never really seen a reason to do it because I didn't see that there was any relevancy. Well, when I when I sell myself like as a diverse person in an interview, I have so many other things I could talk about. Like I've lived in like nineteen different cities. I've mm-hmm. worked in this this and this place. You know my degrees and parks and recreation like i can pull from those things but being gay has never been something that i thought could be used like in a positive manner like that to to sell myself for a job you know what i mean well i mean if you go into actual parks and rec as a gay person they'll love you because like you're like a a leslie nope of uh (laughs) parks and rec (laughs) lucky i love that show so that's a compliment I've never seen a full episode from that show, but every time I say that my degree is in Parks and Recreation, people are like, oh my god, so you're like the that. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, technically, sure. <laughs> it, like, my spirit animal is like a mix of like Ron Swanson and just that, just that actually. No, I'm just Ron <laughs> Is that the guy with the glasses that's kind of balding a little bit? No, it's the like person who's like the administrator of the Parks and Rec. He's Leslie's daughter. That's that's blonde, right is that the blonde chick? The little Leslie Nope is the blonde one, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. You're going to have to binge that. Yeah. That's going yeah, to be your next funny. binge when you're done watching Drag Race. Yes. That's true. Um, I kind of talked about it on your intro, Adam, but you be popping off on LinkedIn. And I... <laughs> that platform to me, I don't think it was ever presented um, well enough for me to actually use it effectively. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed on that platform that it's gotten very like political and there's a lot of memes on there now that are like almost Facebook-esque like that type of yeah. vibe on LinkedIn yeah I'm like careful what I post like I mean granted you already you have me on like multiple socials so you know when yeah. I act a fool on one of them um, <laughs> and it's Facebook that I act a fool on the most uh, but yeah, I would say like LinkedIn is, is tough, but I, I would definitely agree with you. It's become a little bit more political and like, at first I didn't notice it as much, but then you start to see some of these individuals, like, like for instance, anything like my multicultural education or anything that has to resolve around like equity work, like people will always have something to say. And it's like, no one wants to hear your quote unquote, 25 years of recruitment, Karen, like. <laughs> that was then. This is now, lady. Like twenty twenty. That's I like. I made a LinkedIn, and I was like, "What do I do with this?" Like, mm. I had zero idea what to do with it, but I didn't even know it was getting political or all that. I thought it was just like you get on, like here's some, uh, here's like some job opportunities. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's less like that. I think it's like everybody on there to like stroke each other's ego and like type out long winded responses and then hashtag <laughs> everything. Well, like shit. It's, a, it's a good networking tool to a certain extent. Um, but like, I don't know. I There are people that claim that LinkedIn got them their jobs. 
I have been on LinkedIn for years and I have yet to get a job. I've gotten like solicitation of like, hey, come work for us as like a contractor. And I'm just like, no, I need my insurance. So, you know. Yeah, I had one job offer through LinkedIn. Somebody had DM'd me for this. Uh, I guess it's a company that does like hiring for another company. I don't remember exactly what those are called, but they were hiring for Instacart. And I ended up accepting the job offer. And they told me my start date was going to be the 1st of January. Well, then that got pushed back to the end of February. And then that got pushed back to the end of March. So, like, I was like, um, this isn't going to work. <laughs> um, I don't, it was just really weird. But that's the only, like, non, like, spam job offer that was ever presented with on that platform. And I, I agree with Adam. Like, it's a lot of people just, like, stroking their ego or stroking other people's ego or posting shit for that to happen. It's just weird. Like, I don't. What a weird, what a weird like not supposed to be social media social media app yeah i've heard a lot of heteros having issues there because hetero men will be hitting on women in their dms on linkedin and it's like bro that's not what their platform is excuse me oh yeah 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 Yeah, there's whole articles on this shit of straight women being harassed by straight men um, on linkedin and like straight men using that as like the not necessarily like as a dating site but they're they're trying to contact those women through through that platform. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking, and I don't mean to interrupt anyone, but okay. I uh, I find that interesting because like one gross, two yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like LinkedIn for a professional standard abides by like white supremacy culture, oh. and so like there are definitely characteristics that like are on there. Like when we talk about stroking egos, like that's definitely something that's there because they tell you like there are people there who say like this is what's the the gold standard for business practices when that's not really the case. Um, and then in terms of like dating, that's just that's just odd. Like yeah, that also kind of feels classist too, wouldn't you say? Because like these people are actively on a LinkedIn like portal where like probably a majority of these individuals have degrees and like you know are in within their careers so like he's just looking for uh oh wow yeah i didn't even think about it that way Mm. yeah that's actually nasty that's (laughs) That's actually really really nasty when i think about it like that it really is the heteros are just especially at the workplace i can't i (laughs) talked about it on the previous episode but like there just been so many interactions i've had with them where either they know i'm gay or they don't and they just do so much weird shit and i have to be i just have to stay calm and just act like it isn't like some crazy shit isn't happening Mm -hmm. i i've definitely seen that too it's just like people are trying to like make others feel comfortable and and, in translation it's either too much or like just like (laughs) off-putting tell me about it talked about it on the last episode but there was this british chick that i had like a little rainbow flag on my desk at the call center and she came over i'm not gonna do that whole impression over again but she's basically am i gay oh my god i'm so excited my ex uh my divorce husband my ex-husband whatever um is gay and he just got custody of kids and blah 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 and i was just like ma'am can i just be gay in peace like i was just drinking water here I I don't understand. Why is this happening? That is weird. I'm just at this I just don't. That's that's why exactly why I just don't really like just coming out as gay in the workplace. It's not even. I mean, no. It's other than just safety reasons, which you know obviously is valid. Mm. But like, I don't really want to be that gay answering all the gay questions all the time. Or like, mm. oh, since you're gay, you would know about this and. Don't get me wrong, I probably know about it, but, like, I'm not really trying to have that conversation while we're just, like, you know, putting stuff in a box or something like that, or I'm about to go on my break. Like, I'm not trying to discuss that with you. Yeah. I, when I met with, like, someone that's, like, trying to seek information and looks at me as, like, the guru of all gay, like, (laughs) I just look at them and be like, I do not speak for all the gays. Like, I am not the Lorax. I can only speak (laughs) for myself. (laughs) You know, <laughs> the great hive mind of gay, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like speak for the rainbows. 
they really do think that we all know each other and like low-key we do all have each other as friends on facebook low-key like i think um i was watching a twitch streamer the other day and he was like all the gays um are friends with each other on facebook like you add one you get all the others in a bundle and i'm that's like real, i feel though. very attacked right now <laughs> it's true it's because they're thirsty though that's they're sharks mm. like i'm sorry this is so true even as a, i can even admit this because i am shameful but like <laughs> as a as a teen like yeah within the 20 mile radius of where i lived in the suburbs of illinois you know not the bad one um oh! that jordan's from so oh fuck oh. you <laughs> wow it's crazy but, <laughs> but like that i mean i i did the same thing because i was so lonely as a kid but like as an adult i just see a lot of these people now and i'm like yikes life has been rough like some of y'all look like miss frizzle Oh. <laughs> oh my god no she's trying to live her best life hold up she's trying to live her best life so true i feel like she could t- does acid before she teaches that class though or something though because it doesn't make any sense uh, you'd have to wearing. take acid before you go into somebody's booty hole with a bunch of kids like, well i mean she's driving a car no one's asking about right <laughs> does she even have a driver's license it flies so i don't think so <laughs> She's probably got like a permit or something. She'll be fine. Oh my god! The remake that they made was just no. They made a remake? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, I, I think it disappeared though. Thank God, it was not meant for the public eye. <laughs> I'm so weak. It disappeared. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I could have just removed it off my Netflix. So I don't oh, know. Man, I'm gonna have to check that out and see how terrible it is. I love watching terrible things though. Ah, uh, it's the worst. Cute. Um, have either of you worked for a company that says they strive for diversity and they say that all their employees of color matter or those that are of whatever, they're in some minority group matter, but then they don't, their actions don't show that? Mm. No, I haven't. I'm not going to call out this company by name specifically because they were my previous employer and we don't don't know what's going to happen. But when the riots were happening last year around this time with the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor um, and all the riots, the vigils, all those were going on, um, my company was making statements that we're a pillar of our community and blah, 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 Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 all this shit, like pandering, basically. Um, But then there were no counseling services offered for our employees of color. There were no shit that at that point we were all laid off technically at that point nobody had called to check on anyone a statement hadn't been put out by the ceo like we're not they're not at the fucking vigils or anything like nothing they're not doing anything they're just doing a whole lot of talking and that shit would really piss me off i hate when companies try to pander um i don't want to say that like you know black lives matter and that uh lgbt issues are like flavor of the month issues for them to like kind of promote um on social media and all that shit but like that's kind of what it feels like and they're trying to hop on a trend and that's that's not it i'd rather them just not say anything at all but that's just me i don't know i would say performative performative that's what yeah i i hate it like i am associated and have worked for an organization and i will not say their name but (laughs) um you know they were very big about equity work right and so a lot of the conversations revolved around race which i think was incredibly important since you know we were serving students of color mm-hmm. at the same time though they would only focus on it and that caused so many issues with intersectionality because when we think about lgbtq rights it is ingrained into black history and black history is american history and mm-hmm. so like there's just so many nuances like think about the harlem renaissance right like that was a big sexual like exploration time well beyond its years. So I have seen it. Like, for instance, I have led trainings on like equity work and sporting marginalized students, specifically LGBTQ students. But I have mm-hmm. seen the pushback and it's nasty. And like there was a circumstance that took place where I was on a call trying to get this stuff planned. And I had just opened up this LGBTQ group within the organization. And like, basically what I had been told was, well, like this isn't the oppression Olympics. And and this is from a woman of color. And so like, 
I had to sit there and be like, like, and granted, this was a different time and a different Adam, but like, <laughs> I was, I like turned that Zoom call camera right on off. Like, I was I, at that point, I was over it, and like, no conversation to be had, like, would fix the circumstance. And then, like, of course, weeks later, we got another reach out of like, we just want to make sure that like, we're reaching out to our, what was it? They called us like some sort of committee, right? Or like advisory committee or something. And I'm like, I am not an advisor for people of color. I am a gay person. I can speak on some of the gay plight, but like, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, oh God, I can go days and days about talking about <laughs> that shit. Like I had a coach once um, who like, we had a book club that I was able to start. And in there, like I, I made a comment of like, nothing is gonna change unless we have parents get involved because we were trying to start a GSA. And uh, for those who don't know what that is, it's a gay straight alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were in a small town, all of that. And so like I was met the next like day of like, hey, you killed the dreams of the person that was sitting there. Like I was just like, oh, who the fuck are you to tell a gay person <laughs> how to fucking feel? <laughs> so like I've, I've run into a ton of situations where like people will pretend that they are inclusive, but they do not overpromise inclusivity and that's where the problem lies i agree and that same organization um they had what we called employee resource group so like there was uh the women's employee resource group the young adults the black one the, the hispanic latino the asian pacific islander one but they were all basically book clubs and they didn't actually get to do a whole lot for change diversity inclusion equity all that shit in the actual organization itself i'm like then what was the point what was the point of us all getting together to talk about certain issues if we're just going to be a fucking book club basically we're just going to read a book every what three months that we meet out of the fucking year it's a waste of fucking time i just i can't stand that shit i get it i i don't think it helps like i Book clubs are informative. That's all they do. If it's not action oriented, take that shit elsewhere. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not big on like the company that I work for, you know, going all out with that shit. But if you're gonna shit, if you're gonna say anything about it, you better do it right. Because you just look stupid to your employees of color at that point. I don't know. I, I just that's just really pissed me off. And luckily, the company I work for now, they're they're pretty good about that and you know being about what they say they're about so i don't really have to think about it a whole lot but just you know while we're on the topic i was like hey it's on my brain well you're in vegas so i mean it's a gamble <laughs> either way at your job right? that's fair nobody cares about what you look like as long as they you give them money at the casino yeah. it's fine vegas Sounds like a glory hole. oh, oh. <laughs> vegas is a glory hole that's a quote that's a bar that's th- wow yeah we should, I, we should open one Oh yeah, let's get it. I'm down. I want to do that. Let's go. Wait, like opening the glory a glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You both are absolutely. The entry walking. could be like a giant hole, so you walk through it or whatever. Yeah, it's Ooh, done. I like that. It yeah. has to be like the shape of a butthole. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you know those fun houses or the uh, haunted houses where you have to like walk through these inflatable like walls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I envisioned the, the front door to be. Oh my gosh. I can't. I'm done. It's done. All right. Let me go start the y'all business are wild. license. I'm here for it, but y'all are wild. <laughs> Do you expect anything less? Uh, I expect certain things from you, Twink. Well, first of all, don't come for me. <laughs> I understand that I was able to look younger these days. But, you know. Oh, that was an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> not, not to put Adam's business all out there like that, like that, but he has lost a lot of weight. Like I saw a recent picture of him. Like, what the fuck? Wow. Like you, you look phenomenal. Like congratulations. I wish I had enough fucking uh, determination to lose weight because I'd just be sitting here fucking eating Rice Krispie treats and shit in my room and just not giving a Lord. fuck. Hey. You know, I had to look at myself one day and I said, well, first I had to put down my P-train, but (laughs) I really, really had to make some changes. And and realistically, like, it was hard and it still is hard. Um, But, you know, if you're dead set on something, it's going to 
going to be what's going to be. So here That's I am true. looking. Uh, twink. Know, looking like a twink. I, I'm the opposite of the, you know, the COVID-19 pounds. Oh, well, <laughs> you can have mine because this is. No, nah, Mayfield, you got to stay thick. I'm never going to be. not. Ever since I got thick, it's it's never going away. It's just stuck. <laughs> yeah, like it's never going away. And I and you know what? I'm actually so fine with it because it's just like my new, you know, it's the way yeah. it is. But You look good. Um, Love you. Garbage, but you know, <laughs> we work. <laughs> Self-deprecation, we stand. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think that's a good segue into like, do you all have semi-decent work-life balance or not good <laughs> work-life balance? Or like, how have you, like, what are some things you do to like help with that? I guess if if that's something that you that you, uh, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Something words english the thing yeah well uh as a teacher i will say that i try to i've been more intentional about having a work-life balance after the pandemic Mm. um and i mean you know me like i as much as i am an educator like at some point like in my life i need to focus on me and not my job because i'm replaceable like if i were to die the next day uh, they would replace me. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. So, like, my work-life balance, like, when I was in North Carolina, I worked a lot. In my first two years when I was there, in my first year of teaching even, I was in grad school as well. Um, mm. And so, I, I, currently, I'm in grad school still <laughs> um, <laughs> in another, you know, program. But it, it's not easy. And I will say that, like, this year has taught me a lot because – for one, like my partner's here, he moved here in August. And so like the things that I thought was okay, isn't always okay. Like that email can wait, like it's 6 p.m. now, you don't have to respond to them. Um, Mm. You don't have to answer text messages after your work contractual hours are over. Um, So it's tough. I'm not saying like it's perfect, but like in my case, I've had some work-life balance and then I haven't. Um, so it just depends. I'm now working like, you know, before uh, before the pandemic, I was working a bunch. And then when the pandemic basically kind of kicked in after I came back from Texas, I wasn't working for a while. And then now I'm like back in the full swing. So it's like, OK, here's Monday through Friday. And like going back to that after not doing anything for a while is like the roughest thing ever for me because I have to like balance sleeping also. So work, then sleeping, and then I want to work out, and then like I always want. I'm trying to do photography, so it's like all around. I'm. I bought a planner the other day. I actually, it's like sitting right here because oh I have to plan to write in the planner. So we'll see if that happens. But but this like sit there and collect dust. That's crazy. Uh, it most definitely does. It looks cute though. But, but we got flowers. No, it's like an Animal Crossing one, so it's got like Tom Nook's face on it. it looks all, oh, it's all Tom cute Nook. or whatever, you know. Oh, about the Tom money, you know. fucking Nook. Yeah, yeah. he's worse than Tom from MySpace. He is worse than <laughs> Tom from MySpace. Oh, God. oh my gosh! But yeah, I don't. I think I've been doing a pretty good job about it. I make my weekends like super packed full of stuff. Um, but I keep my problems that I keep adding stuff to the list of things to do consistently yeah. because I love doing things. So I, I worry that I'm not gonna have enough time to just like chill out. So I don't know. I feel that so much. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> it See, is. I'm like the, the opposite of both of them. I, so I recently, my most current job, I work remote now and I work overnight shift. So when everybody's up kind of doing their thing, I'm asleep. <laughs> and when I'm up, everything is closed. So it's it's kind of weird um, getting used to that. Um, by the time I get up, I don't really, I don't really want to do anything. Like I kind of want to just chill out until work. Um, I kind of want to start working out again. I kind of want to start going out, even though the fucking parallelogram still going on. Um, but I just haven't really had the energy to. It's, ugh, I don't know. And I was kind of like that before COVID. Like, I was perfectly fine just kind of just chilling at home, just being a homebody, introverted gay. Uh, but I don't know. That's just me. That sounds like depression. Girl, 
You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, was like, that sounds like depression. You're like, you know, yeah. What? Yeah, well, I... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not a mental health provider or anything yet, but you know, that that sounds like depression. <laughs> and I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like, as of right now, during the pandemic, or Papa John's or whatever you want to call it, the. <laughs> Like I've been at home, like I've had a harder time trying to leave the house because I just have like everything is here, right? Remote work, yeah, all of that. Um, it's just it it is it is challenging, but that's trust me, I get that because I think like even when I have like an inkling of free time, like I'm just like I'll go sit down and like watch something, and even then I can't even conceptualize what I'm watching because um, like as humans we're so distracted by everything going on. Um, so much so that like my friend who is who works at a crisis center um, was telling me that like COVID has manifested in people's mental health. So now there are people who have like COVID psychosis. Wow! Oh my god! Yeah, like they can't leave their houses. They're so scared. Oh my god! I'm not. I'm not surprised though. I mean, it's this is like very. What did I see the other day? Of course, it was a tweet. It was some tweet that was like, if you don't realize that you've probably been traumatized by this, then you're just delusional. It's like straight up delusional. It hasn't affected your mental health at least a little bit. Like, Well, you know what they say. Trauma can either transform you or transfer. Ooh. So. Ooh. Ooh. You need to put that on a shirt. Another bar. Damn. I didn't make, I didn't make that yes. one up. Yeah, that yeah. was from a TED Talk. Oh. <laughs> Well, we claim, you claim that real quick. They, they, they ain't got that. Hold up. Teespring I think you right would do now. really good TikToks, Adam. You just have like that tic, uh, TikTok, fucking TED Talk voice. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> my partner says I'm a good bullshitter. I was just like, he, like, some, like he'll, he has a different job than I do, but like he'll sit here and just listen to me on meetings sometimes. And then like, it's like after I close that laptop and scene, <laughs> like, my my per, the professional Adam is very very different than um you know the human real world Adam. Same. <laughs> uh, that's not even like a gay thing. That's just like you, you just kind of have to have that. I guess. Yeah. <sighs> I had to per my last email somebody twice yesterday, and it oh, it felt so good. It really did. See, my favorite is when people act like they don't remember what's going on. Like. Ooh. I was like, per our conversation, I was <laughs> under the impression that we would all be part of this interview committee. Yep. That's not what was said during the call. Correction, that was what was said during the call, because there were five other people who were CC'd on this email who can confirm. Thank you. Please advise. Warm, warm regards. Ooh, Fuck you, Adam. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> warm regards and please advise. They just, oh, it hurts so good to them. I love it. It's because it's just, I don't know, email, like, culture... And, like, how people communicate through email is just funny. Because, like, they'll either be very, like, one-worded or, like, very short in their email so they don't get in trouble for what they say after. <laughs> um, or they'll, they'll lay it all out so that way it's documented. So. Yeah, there's one chick that just got fired from my job because we uh, – there's a bunch of different departments and we needed to post in there for something – and every time you would post in there, she would say the most condescending, like, horrible shit to people. Like, in this public, like, we use Slack. So, like, it's a public fucking, like, group chat thing, basically. And everybody can see it. So, somebody's asking, hey, I had a question about this payment support thing. And she'd be like, we don't handle that here. You should go do this. You should know this already. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, ma'am, I, I just got hired yesterday. Like, what? Is <laughs> My boss told me to post this in here. What is wrong with you? I, ugh, I can't. And I get it. Some people, like, they have a shit time at home, so they try to, I guess they just let it out at work. But you ain't got to do that near me. Shit. I think the best thing to do is when you're faced with something like that is just to call it like it is. Like, I'm perceiving some frustration. Is there an issue currently? <gasps> that is the most professional way to see to say that you got me fucked up right now, and I fucking love you for that. I'm, I'm that down. <laughs> you got me fucked up right now. That's, I mean, that's how I would like, like, for instance, like, how do you write an email saying, hello, I woke up this today, today and chose violence, you know, like, 
I mean, which I have <laughs> done emails like that before because people really got me fucked up. <laughs> oh my lord! Thank hey, you. It's the name of the game. Like, listen, if I see an injustice, I'm going to call out an injustice, regardless of what's going to happen to me. Because what are you going to easily do? Like, do you want the media attention of looking stupid? Or <laughs> like, for instance, the, the place I currently work at, like, they just make a lot of bad decisions because mm-hmm. they're white and <laughs> they don't understand the community that they work in. And um, yeah, like, it's just, it's just important to know that. I, stare. I love how every guest that we've had on this podcast is just very blunt and very like... <laughs> I don't know if that's just a gay thing. Well, Anthony's not gay, but he might as well be. 2%. Um, I love it. I love it. I love having people around me that just just keep it real. Especially in the workplace. <laughs> I really don't even, like, make that many friends with my coworkers. Like, uh, I have a couple now that I'm cool with. Like, well, all of our uh, work is remote, and they don't care how we do it. We just have to hit the numbers by you know by the end of our shift so we'll like we'll be in zoom calls we'll be talking about stuff i haven't told them that i'm gay yet and i've like mentioned a couple of times i have a podcast they're like oh what's your podcast about and i'm like uh we <laughs> we talk about stuff they're like oh so like you just offer your perspective and i'm like uh yeah yeah, yeah something like that yeah no, we just talk about fisting that's all <laughs> that's, that's fine if we have to fisting in the workplace i I mean, mm. did, have either of you ever hooked up with someone at your job? Uh, no Caprende. <laughs> I haven't hooked up with somebody at my job. Are we saying like on at site? On site, on the clock, either one. On Like at work? Yes. No, I've never hooked up with anybody at work. Mm. Uh, other places definitely not at work <laughs> I gotta think about that I I, I definitely oh, did yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Lord. when I was younger it was a lot easier to do but now as I'm like older I'm just like I don't want people seeing me like I would prefer to have a closed door <laughs> <laughs> I mean the door was technically closed never mind actually I'm just yo Maybe it's just a mental illness for me. I don't know. The trauma. Oh, wait, I never pissed. God damn it. <laughs> what, Mayfield? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. I'm just thinking, thinking about workplace. And, uh, I, How about like a, a work wife or a work husband? Have you guys ever had one of those? Um, I've had more of like a work like homegirl basically like uh this chick named morgan shout out to morgan i love morgan so much uh another african-american lady that i worked with um super super nice um kind of into the similar things as far as like you know uh some of the comedy that we watch um some of the people we followed on instagram shit even some of the body care products we use we had so so i really kicked it off with her and it really helps actually um make the job easier because i was able to kind of network with her and she offered like her perspective on things and like what because she was in my uh, position previously she was able to offer like some advice on what i could do to learn the job a little bit quicker um some advice for supervising employees because i hadn't really done that much so yeah it was just pretty good uh networking with somebody that kind of had similar interests to me that also happened to look like me that helped as well work husband or wife uh what if like can i have a work gang yeah. Work gang. Yeah, yeah, like where like, you know, all the girls they find out I'm gay. So then they just like Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a gang. Like they were basically like super in my favor at all times. So so if something happened, they were like, well, who messed with, who messed with Mayfield? Who messed with who who hold on? You know. Uh when I put in my two weeks, um one of them coming up to me is like, You cannot leave. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> How dare you? They've definitely yeah. done that to me before. <laughs> How dare you be happy and leave this toxic environment? Yeah, How dare exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And you have better benefits? Fuck you too. <laughs> How dare you accept that 401k? Fuck yeah. you. 
I deserve that. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> no, I've, I mean, I've had a work like wife. I, I mean, yes, I've definitely had my gaggle of gays to a, at a job and like, it just depends, right? But like, I do appreciate the fact that, that there are moments where I could entrust in someone because I don't usually, I'm, I'm kind of standoffish sometimes. Um, Same, yeah. Yeah, because like, I mean, well, within reason, of course, but in those circumstances, like, it's always good to have somebody on your side, always. Uh, have you guys ever um, found out that another one of your coworkers was gay and you like were secretly kind of like competing with them to like see who could be the most not necessarily the most gay, but like basically the, the head bitch in charge, basically. Um, does that ever happen to any of you too? Because I have definitely done that every time. On, Lord. Just on reaction. These tops out here. Anyway. Um... Whoa! The, <laughs> these versatile these versatile podcast daddies out here. What's up? That's great. What's good? Versatile ass. That's crazy. Ah, it See is crazy. You know the game in the wild, you got a hiss out of you. Like, <laughs> I didn't yeah. mean like that. <laughs> Don't forget to like pee on things too. That <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, pee on your desk so you know they can't go near it. Yeah, I just want to exist as the top that I am and mind my business. And here you go, <laughs> top that you are. In quotations. Anyway, um, oh! moving forward, Adam. <laughs> I'm just saying, once you reach the top, at one point you have to hit bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Like every elevator. Ah. <laughs> I feel very attacked right now. Excellent. <laughs> yes, this is your intervention, Jordan. Oh, now we're having the intervention. Not when I was going through the fucking... <laughs> like, I had the Britney Spears moment and cut off my hair and everything. Oh, I've done that three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Adam, no. I mean, I haven't done it recently, but, like, I did it when I was... Uh when I was in college three times. Yes, I did it three times in college. <laughs> Jesus I was like, fuck this hair. <laughs> <laughs> At least you weren't one of those white gays that like dyed their hair like white or silver just because. Yikes. No, I, I did dye my one side of my hair at one point in high school, like blonde. <laughs> like it was like the two-toned or whatever. That wasn't a shade to like white gays that do that. I'm just saying I've noticed a trend with white gays dyeing their hair like a silver, like a white or a gray, just when they're going through some shit. <laughs> and, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's morning. They also are trying to probably like fit into the Cruella DeVille look too. Ooh. Slaying puppies out in the streets or something. <gasps> Pup play. There you go. We can run with that one too. Oh my God. We're going to have to do a kink episode. A kink episode? Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Yeah, that would my... be excellent. My friend uh, was in the car with me yesterday, and he was like, he was just speculating my sexual experiences, because I'm not like, hey, I'm not like walking around being like, look at all the sexual partners I've had. Um, but he was like, Adam, you're very vanilla. Like, oh, basically, assuming that I don't do anything kinky. And like, not that it's any of his business, but I'm just sitting there thinking like, why is this motherfucker talking when he is practically patient zero? Like, everyone from coast to coast jesus oh my god it's crazy definitely gonna do a kink episode i have a lot to talk about that oh we know you and your fucking sniffing thing that you do that's not sniffing thing no no adam no 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 see the thing is the poppers is like i just never I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I've never really enjoyed poppers, but I've only really tried it like once or twice. Mm -hmm. Maybe once while walking around in like a leather event, and it was actually enjoyable that time, but in the act of stuff, I'm just like, ah! If you are not 18, please don't Google what poppers are. If you're 18, if you're... If you're 18, just go buy nail polish and sniff that. <laughs> yeah. Get your starter poppers on. Yeah. My, um... My partner went to go get poppers because I don't know, gay people like that apparently. They do. Um, they like not. They like to feel like you know they don't know what's going on. Uh, but essentially, like he went there and he was like, "Can I get some poppers?" And they were like, "Shh." 
it's, it's a video clip. Nail remover or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Voldemort <laughs> shit. You're not supposed to say it in what it's it's just super awkward. It's kind of like going to like if you go to a smoke shop, you're not supposed to ever say the word weed yeah. ever because they're like, you got to leave. We're not, we're not, that. yeah, you're not supposed I, to do that. Wow. I did not know. See, that. In Chicago, they don't do that because they don't care anymore. No. <laughs> I miss Chicago. Yeah, honestly, I love this place, and then I equally hate it, because I'm just like, I have to, you know, work and pay bills and exist, and then I have to deal with my neighbors, so, like, it's just... The taxes up there are high, and it is very, very cold up there. It is, but honestly, this is the most affordable city out of all of the big ones, so... Is it? Mm-hmm. New York mm-hmm. is really expensive. LA is very expensive. Um, what's the other one? Miami, maybe? If you can call that a city? Maybe one of the Texas cities would that count, or is that Waco? Not? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> I would love to live in Chicago. I love. I loved visiting Chicago and doing stuff in Chicago. I miss um, the food. I really miss the food. See, no. Oh, like <laughs> when I, the South has better food. I'm sorry, it's true. Oh, let's get it. Like I'm okay with being Walter Brimley and getting diabetes if I can like <laughs> have some homemade food and not made by white people. That's all I'm gonna. Say. How could you say something so controversial yet so? But yet so true. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like there was one year where you know I didn't come home for Thanksgiving every year, and um, my friend invited me over to his his house uh, for Thanksgiving, and oh my god. There was like sweet potato, like something. It was good, and oh, chicken, the turkey actually, not chicken, but the food was just amazing. Like I, I still have dreams about that food. Yeah. And then I eat this bland ass fucking Chicago food. There's nothing bland about Portillos. Don't you do that. Ugh, the the cake shake is literally made with half mayonnaise. Does that make you happy? The cake I, shake. That, that would kill me, so no, I can't. So what, wait, it. actually, what are you eating if you miss the food? We don't like, need to go into that I right particularly now. eat? No, no, no. He's, no, t- he's no. trying to throw shade at me because I'm, I'm allergic not, to I'm fucking everything. I'm not throwing everything. shade. I'm like. Ah, you, you threw a whole bus. How are you the, missing the fucking... food? Like, you, you missed the steak? I just think <laughs> you eat Chipotle a lot. Chipotle? What? Is that what you eat? I don't know. Yeah, like, no. Like, we, we go into this. He also be going to Cold Stone. Like, can't, <sighs> dies the dairy. I, every episode that I they even think about, they have it. sorbet. There wow. is no, there is no best cross contamination. Why they are you can... an old lady? Sorbet, really? What? <laughs> Do you want me to get the regular shit so I can die that you don't have a podcast host? What am Why I... don't you just go smash up some berries and throw it in the freezer and suck on it when it's like out? Like that's basically sorbet. Because I could get a man for that, and I'm too lazy for that. So. Uh, no. <laughs> You take the man out of the fridge or freezer? No, to get the, no. <laughs> now you're a serial killer. Okay, that's crazy. Oh my god, I would be the he worst really serial killer. The, he really took to that stiffy comment, you know. <laughs> Hard as a rock. See, I'm getting top shamed right now. They didn't say that this is because I was a top specifically, but this is because I'm top. That's what's happening right now. Top's crazy. Top uh, discrimination. I mean, <sighs> save tops 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm totally For one dime a day, you can support <laughs> the sad, sad, lonely top. I can't. Sounds like he needs an inhaler. Is he okay? No, yeah, he okay. might need an inhaler. Probably gonna need one. I'd be pitting all that. But low key, Jordan is not surprised by any of this because he uh, sees the text messages I send him. So. Oh, like, <laughs> no, all of my friends are literally ashamed. like you haven't heard the the reading episode that just came out yesterday. Anthony, my best friend, was on there and literally dragged me for like thirty five minutes of that episode. Wow, and, and it makes sense because he's my best friend, so he knows like everything. <laughs> is, it, is it different from like the hour long times where that happens, or? <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy. No, people are going to hear this and be like, wow, I thought Adam was really nice. He's just a dick. And I think Adam is fucking funny. He's like, he's so fucking... The shade that he throws is just always so pointed and it's always so quick. And I just, I love it. I, I can't, I have to stand. I have to. 
Hey, it's the trauma. <laughs> it informs my my humor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mayfield, is it time? It's time. I get to press the button. It's so crazy that now there's a button. We have this fucking button now. This goddamn <laughs> button. And like, I can't even read half the text. It just says, Closing thoughts with Mayfield. <laughs> what was that? That was, uh. <laughs> I haven't felt like that since I took shrooms. What is going on? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We have a segment at the end of every episode called Closing Thoughts with Mayfield. And we have been talking about it for like 15 episodes straight that we needed like a song, a jingle, something. So I spent four hours, three or four hours trying to do that fucking clip because I don't have any type of audio editing background whatsoever. So that's what we have. And that's what we're going to use for the the time. Well, it's <laughs> very cute. It's very cute. It's, Look at that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Look at you with the cute... Um, Production skills <laughs> and all that. <laughs> Literally, was like crying <laughs> like the second hour. I'm like, I can't figure this out. <laughs> well, it's here. We got it now. It's, it's here. We have. It, we have. It, we have it. It's good oh, to go. God. All right. My closing thoughts. I mean, it's closing thoughts to everybody. I don't. Why is it closing thoughts to Mayfield? We're I not know, gonna. You started this shit. I. Yeah. I guess. Um. Uh. Man, I ain't got nothing to talk about. I always, I've literally for like four or five episodes now has started with I don't know what to say in the closing thoughts. Every single episode now, so like and it's his segment. So we've had no notes. <laughs> we have no closing. <laughs> Y'all, we're just come. We're falling apart. No, um, uh, I think in the the first episode of this, I basically said like you know be careful in your workplace, come out if you want to, you know yada yada yada. It's pretty much the same thing. Except this time, like, if you're going to have sex in your workplace, like, <sighs> make sure you don't get caught. Like, that's it. That's my yeah, closing that's, thoughts. Yeah. That's, no, that's good. That's make good. sure it's after hours, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless, unless it's overtime. Like, take the overtime always, but. Facts. Definitely take that overtime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're taking a lot of, o- you know. OT over that, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> they won't either. With oh! overtime, you know? Real shit. <laughs> oh my god. Adam, what are your closing thoughts on Mayfield? On Mayfield or on this topic? No, no, not with, me. I don't need to get with <laughs> Mayfield. Not on oh. him, not at him, not in him. Not on oh, me, oh. not in me. I, I no, I, I quit. Running with that top stuff again. You already know. Oh my god! <laughs> top is ex- minded, inclined. I'm just yeah. existing. I'm literally just breathing. I'm. I am for fertility. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not after uh, April 27th. Let's stop you. <laughs> <laughs> my closing thoughts are: do whatever you want at the Thanks. workplace. Just know that you are not free from the consequences of your actions. There, you, that was like a much more elegant, wow, thing yeah. of what I said for sure. That was that was phenomenal. Um, my closing thoughts with Mayfield are: fuck that job. Um, if they're not treating you right, uh, stay there, get your experience, and then go the fuck somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Take that time off. Take that sick time off. Uh, call out. I don't give a fuck if you even if you feel fine that day, but you just want to call out, girl, call out, mm-hmm. just call out. What they gonna do? The fuck? Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's actually not good advice. But like, no, seriously, like take the that like Adam kind of said um, earlier, that job does not give a fuck about you in all honesty, and they will replace you no matter what. You are just a body to them at that point. Um, so yeah, take care of yourself as well. Uh, that was pretty much it. Adam, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We really loved having you. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely have to have you have to have you back um, on another episode here soon. It doesn't have to be gay in the workplace. It can be something else like, you know, <laughs> not fisting. Um, <laughs> fisting in the workplace. Next episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who wants to be Geppetto? You know? I, <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> 
boring my ass. No, we don't get paid for this. I don't get paid at all. That's the joke. Um, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for checking out another episode of our podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Feel free to subscribe to us wherever you listen to our podcast. So you can get updates on when we post. Uh, you can also follow us on all of our social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, whatever, blah, 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 at two gays, one topic. Um, so that's the number two, G-A-Y-S, the number two. One, I can't do numbers right now. The number one, T O P I C. 